All right, let's hit the the theme song. <laughs> the Dean and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio. <laughs> this is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, Ben is still in Honduras being a saint. So I have a very special guest. I might be a little bit giddy um, today because, you know, he's a cutie. And his name is Dean, also known as Deanie Baby. Say hey. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, if you listen to the Ben and Ashley I Almost Hands podcast, you definitely watch The Bachelorette and you definitely are obsessed with Dean. And he is fourth place, the fourth place finisher on Rachel's season. Just got kicked off last week. How'd it feel? Uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that's that's stunk to watch back, but happy to be here. What? How do you say your last name? I'd love to hear you try to say it first. Unglert. Unglert, yeah. There you go. A lot Boom. of people don't pronounce the T at the end. Unglert. Unglert. Yes. You're very good at pronouncing your T's. I get really lazy. Like, winner. I say winner instead of winter. I'll, like, I'll consciously try to enunciate as well as I can at times. You're so good. Yeah. He's just a fully rounded human being Shut right up. here. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most false thing I ever said. You actually told me that you want to take your wife's last name because you are desperate to get rid of Unglert. It's not that I'm desperate to get rid of it. I just think that it's a bit chauvinistic to expect the woman to take the husband's last name. That's why it has nothing to do with the fact that you have a very hard to pronounce last name. Well, there's part of that. I have two older brothers that they, they can live the lineage on, but uh, yeah. I so mean, you I guess would have been Dean Lindsay? I would have been Dean Lindsay, absolutely. That sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, Dean Iaconetti, maybe not. Maybe we'd have at least a, a discussion about it because neither of those last names are very desirable, I would say. Okay. Well, what about uh, Dean I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> As my last name has almost officially turned into I. But Dean I is kind of funny because it sounds like Dean I. Dean Okay. Well, as long as it's negotiable. Um, all right, Dean. So, if you had to do this whole process over again, would you change anything? No, I, I feel like I've been asked this question a couple times. I know it's such a boring one, but like one of the ones that I'm just obligated to ask you. Um, I think honestly, the only thing that I would change is I just would pack more. I didn't really pack anything the first time around. You know, what's so funny is that I was taping the twin show about a week into your season, uh-huh. and I met one of your friends. And he was like, Dean, my friend Dean, he just left for The Bachelorette. He actually, you know, had one of those early introductions on the show. But guess what? He only packed like a 30 pound suitcase. And I'm like, that guy doesn't expect to get very far. No. So you're talking about Mike. And actually, he lent me his high school duffel bag to pack things into. It was it was a small little duffel bag. And that's all I brought. Okay, and that's why you had to borrow a lot of clothes from Peter. Yeah. So Peter, let me borrow some clothes. Funny enough, Brian, let me borrow some clothes every once in a while. Um yeah, just, you know, whoever's able and willing to let me borrow something, I just jumped in on it. And did you repeat outfits? I guess you'd have to. Oh, yeah. If you look at the group dates, I literally wore the same thing in, in at least like two thirds of them. To be honest, you did a great job spreading them out because I didn't notice any outfit repeating. I, I appreciate that. I tried to like, you know, mix up the tops and bottoms, maybe wear, um, I don't know, like an undershirt every once in a while. Ugh, okay. Well, did you love Rachel? <laughs> Moving <laughs> on back to the Whoa. questions. In hindsight, did you love Rachel? Because when I left the Bachelor bubble, I thought, oh, he was a hot guy that I liked physically. Um, and then when I was in there, I thought I was writing things in my diary, like I would like to marry this man one day. Well, yeah, you know how it is. I mean, you're in there for you know X amount of time, and all you do is is talk, eat, sleep, and breathe the person, the lead, essentially. Rachel, so, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Exactly, Rachel. exactly. So, what, did you used to daydream about her in your bunk? <laughs> yeah, lots of daydreaming. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to say that I was in love with her, but yeah, in the moment, especially after the hometowns, I was falling in love. I, I saw it getting to that point. Um, and especially, you know, you're in that bachelor bachelorette bubble where in all your interviews with all the other guys, all you're talking about is Rachel and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's, it's just a lot to process. It's like an unforeign, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a foreign, uh, I, I guess concept. So did you keep a, okay. Did you keep no, a bachelor? You didn't keep a bachelor diary? No. <laughs> it, but if you did, like, can you describe what it would sound like? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, it would be, uh, woke up hungover, <laughs> had a, a bunch of eggs with avocado and eat, uh, rinse and repeat, I think is mostly what it was. Did you eat more avocado in your life, like collectively in the bachelor mansion than ever before? Honestly, one of the best things about going on the show was just the endless supply of avocados and Oreos in the mansion. I loved it. All of that. We have a jar of Oreos and a jar of oh, what peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's, licorice. Um, I asked them to get me Briar's mint chocolate chip ice cream, and they brought back like three tubs of it, which were immediately consumed. And uh, lots of hot Cheetos, obviously too. So amazing! Oh my god, that reminds me. I brought you Cheetos. Oh, get more no, hot Cheetos. Damn it! I left it in the car. <laughs> this is how I butter Dean up. Like whenever I need him to do something, I bring him a bag of Cheetos. It's like a times. child. Yeah, the last two times. It's like, here's a lollipop. <laughs> Now do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's get back to these questions. Is there a guy that you think deserved more of a chance with Rachel? Did she send anyone home too soon? Yeah. I think that the consensus uh, was that she sent Diggy home soon. Everybody loved Diggy. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to know more more about him and his shoe collection. He's great. Well, fortunately enough, you guys will get to know him in paradise a little bit more. Give us a fun fact before about Diggy before we get him on the phone. Um, a fun fact about Diggy. He has a pit bull. Okay. Um, 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 um. How about his glasses? How many pairs of glasses does he have? Good question. So actually, that was going to be my fun fact. He, I've asked him, I was like, Diggy, why don't you just get LASIK surgery? And he's like, well, the glasses are part of my... Aesthetic. Uh, the aesthetic, yeah. It's part of his outfit. Hey, Diggy. Yes, what's going on? Hey, it's Ashley, I, and Dean. Diggy, what up? It was great meeting hey, you the other day. Uh, it was great meeting you as well. We were talking about your shoe collection, and we we're having an argument over how many you have. I forget. What's the number? Uh, I think now we are just shy of 600 pairs. <gasps> oh, my good Lord, was I off at 200. Okay. Yeah, you were Where way do off. you store these things? Yeah, we need an so exact I address. Have, uh, yeah, uh, we'll be um, the uh, state of Illinois. That's where I store <laughs> um, No, I, uh, so in my house, like, I have a lot of, like, part of my ceiling is, like, lofted, so I have a lot stacked up there. And then I have a few closets in my apartment. And so one closet is literally just shoes. And then the other one, I have some in, under my bed. And then the rest are uh, back at home in the burbs where I grew up because I have a shoe closet there. Um, so, yeah, until I move out and get a big place where I can store everything, I have to split it between my mom's house and my apartment. Oh, my gosh. You need a storage unit just for your shoes. So I mean, how do you pick? Yes. Yeah. Wait, do you have one? Uh, I know, but it's You've thought like, of it. Like, uh, that's, that's just a little too much. So, uh so no, it's just like, yeah, I definitely need to do it, but it makes it hard for I want to wear something. Then I got to go to a storage unit to find it <laughs> too much. Okay. That's a, that leads into the next question. How do you choose which pair you're going to wear? You could honestly wear two pairs a day and barely repeat. Yeah. For, uh, for the year. The obviously. I check the weather. The weather's key. And then it's like, if there's any chance of rain, that eliminates probably more than half of my collection. <laughs> and so it's like, nope, not trying to get this dirty or wet. 
And then I kind of look like I try not to repeat the shoes because a lot of people that know me know um, I have so many. So when I wear one like like twice in a month, they're like, dude, what's going on? Uh, you wore that shoe like three weeks ago. So then how did so you feel about Good continue? Go Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying people keep tabs on my shoes. So I was like, I have to only wear one like once a year. So then how'd you feel about Dean repeating outfits on The Bachelorette? <laughs> well, and shoes. I think I only brought like three pairs of shoes. I think I only own three uh, pairs of shoes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like that legit killed me on the inside to see that happen. I just wish we were the same size because I would have been like, yo, you could just rock any of my stuff. Oh, man. Hey, at least we look good with our bow ties together at uh, Mental All. I know, I know. But you know what? When I told you about wearing a bow tie on Rose Ceremony Day, you get cut. <laughs> you get cut, right. <laughs> um, Diggy, you are a fan favorite, and you didn't get very far. What did you think it was? Why didn't it last longer with Rachel? And what could you have done um, differently? You know what? The funny thing is I felt like I didn't I – didn't, I was so nervous as far as just, like, how things are going to work. Just like the different types of like when you walk in, you have all those cameras, everything. And like I didn't want to say anything that could have been taken the wrong way. I was just trying to like take a step back and try to like try to assess like the situation. And what I think you have is a bunch of guys in the house that came in just like full force and they're like, Yeah, I think we could be together and all this. Whereas like I didn't know. This is a girl I met for the first time like two minutes ago. I only spent like five minutes getting it nowhere, but like, so I wasn't really, I thought she was cool, but I didn't come in and say, like, you know what? I can see us together in the end and all this stuff. And I feel like a lot of the other guys did that. All right. That, that's true. Do you, do you agree with that, Dan? Yeah, that's a great answer. Um, I think a lot of guys jumped in head first, and the more realistic people decided to, to maybe play it a little bit slower. And I guess sometimes it kind yeah. of bites you in the butt a little bit. All right. Yeah. And I well, think what, what happened is, like, I kind of got, once I finally got comfortable, it was, like, too late. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of worked. Yeah. Uh, Dean, um, Diggy, Dean, together. Last question. Yeah. Who were your guys' best friends in the house? I know that Dean was really close to Peter. Um, I would say between Iggy, Dean, and Will were probably my three closest. What about your stage partner? Yeah. Oh, Kenny too. Kenny yeah. King was definitely go. up there. So, so, so it was me and Iggy Spades partners versus uh, Diggy and Kenny, and they always got whooped up on. Can I be for oh, real? No. He's, he's lying 100%, but whatever. Nobody really liked watching Diggy. Like, nobody really liked him while watching your season. But I hear good things about him from you guys who actually know him personally. Wait, Iggy we're or... talking to Iggy. Iggy. Oh, Iggy. We're talking to Diggy. No, no, no. I know we're talking to Diggy, a very well-liked man. But Iggy is somebody... Who's Iggy? No, you know, Iggy, the, 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 the troublemaker, the one who wore looked like a reverend during the mental all. He looked like he was like, like Rev Run or something. I thought he looked cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he kind of gets, gets a bad rep. He just, he speaks his mind. Sometimes it rubs people the wrong way, I guess. Yeah. Got it. He, uh, I mean, like I said, I literally, I live next door to him, so it's kind of weird, but Wait, really? he definitely speaks his mind. Good dude. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't hide anything as far as like how he's feeling. And uh, so, uh, yeah. A lot of people got a bad rap. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Diggy. Not a problem. You guys have a good day, and I will talk to you later. Love you, Dig. Thanks. All right. Bye. Love you, Dean. Bye. All right, Dean. I'm so ready to do the speed round of questions with you. Let's do it. I'm so bad at this. Rapid fire. What's your favorite TV show? The Office. Uh, one food you can't live without. Hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> one food you hate. Oh, man. Uh, pho. <laughs> I know. Can we talk about that? (laughs) 
Why do people like it so much? It's the most bland food in the entire world. It's so gross. It tastes like uh, sweaty bath water. <laughs> I get angry when people choose pho or pho, whatever you want to call it, over ramen. Like ramen has so much more flavor. I agree, but I still don't really like ramen that much. It depends on where you get it. Have you ever been to Tatsu in uh, LA? Everyone, everyone's always like, oh, no, you just haven't had good pho. Yeah. You never had good ramen. <laughs> go to this place. And I go to that place. I'm like, this still sucks. Okay. But have you ever been to Tatsu? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to tattoo at some point. Um, what? How do you take your coffee? Black. I know, I remember that. Um, your first concert? Uh, Wu-Tang Clan when I was 15. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, your first kiss? Please tell us the entire story. This is not a speed round question. This is a real story time question. My first kiss? Um, I was in fifth grade, and I was dating Zoe Harriet. I don't know if I can say her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zoe is so regretting everything about her life right now. We dated for like a long time, like a, like a year. Were you one plus. of those popular kids who used to no. like have girlfriends in fifth grade? No, no, no. The only reason I was semi-popular was because I was dating Zoe. And she ultimately realized that she was too good for me and then dumped me. I was heartbroken. But we were like so young that uh, we were like the only couple out of all of our friends that were like making out with each other. And so like literally- at You every- made out in fifth grade? It was pretty hot and heavy. Ooh, wow, teen. <laughs> no. So, okay. So anyway, so at all of like the, like the sporting events, like we would go to like high school basketball games and stuff. And our friends would like literally like crowd around us just to like watch us make out because they're like, whoa, this is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that. And so it'd be like this big like hyped up thing. And then I got dumped. Did she kiss you first or did you kiss her first? I I don't remember. That's a good question. You don't remember the actual first kiss? Like, where was it? Um, Give me I, details. I think it was behind the high school, to be honest, but I, I can't speak. Why were you hanging out at the high school so often? Just, like, watching basketball games. Like, we wouldn't go into the basketball games. We would go out and, like, you know, play tag and stuff. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Make out and play tag. What's your favorite band? Um, I love Atmosphere and I love, uh, I don't know. Naked and Famous is really good, too. Okay. Favorite movie? Interstellar. Favorite song? I don't know. What's, what's That's your favorite, a hard What's one. your favorite song? Um, my favorite song is the Hanson song I just sent you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told Dean Ash- we had this thing. <laughs> Dean, explain what our, our our project was supposed to be, our homework. So I'm unfamiliar with the band Hanson, and obviously <laughs> Ashley is a, a big advocate of them. And she wanted to send me the three best Hanson songs for me to w- listen to. And decide whether or not uh, I can become a fan as well. Mm-hmm. And on Monday, she said she was going to send me three songs. And literally 20 minutes before walking into the <laughs> the booth right now, she sends me three. <laughs> she walks in. First thing she says, well, did you listen to them? Which one's your favorite? <laughs> well, Ashley, I didn't have any time to listen to them. Okay. It's uh, For Your Love. Okay. And then we're going to take a, a, it's For Your Love by Hanson. Everybody listen to that. It's it's what I want to walk down the aisle to. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dean, do you cook? Um, I actually don't cook really ever. What do you normally do I for eat, food? I eat out. Yeah. Sometimes me, my roommates will cook for me. Me too. Unless I have a blue apron box. Blue apron. Mm. Have you heard of them? Um, I, I know the name. They're the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the entire country. It is their mission to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. So even you, Dean, can cook for your roommates now. So, sounds like... Definitely something I should try. And we ordered it for you, so you are going to try Ooh. it. Oh, yeah. And you're going to tell deli- us how it went. It's going to get delivered straight to your door. And then you're going to go out, and you're going to be like, hey, guys, dinner's on me tonight. Perfect. It is top quality. It's the best fish, best meats. You know, you're not going to get any weird chicken bones in there. It's not going to make you want to become a vegetarian. And it gives you the exact amount of each food that you need for the recipe that they're giving you. So you're cutting down on food waste. And 
I want to like give you a little preview on what you might be getting in your box. I think Dean should have to make it for us and then we eat it. Oh, Ooh, can we come over for dinner? It's an idea. Oh my God, that's such a good idea. I hope it's the meatball pizza with the mozzarella and tomatoes. I like the sound of the basil pesto chicken with summer vegetables. It sounds like you can't go wrong. Do you have anything your, you know, your specialty? Um, I In college, I made a lot of spaghetti. I'm oh, really good at that. Whole What's your grain, favorite kind Whole of- grain pasta with summer vegetables. Yum. And tomato caprese salad. Ooh, the caprese, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's affordable. It gives you a good variety. Different recipes each week. You'll never get bored. It's easy. And there's guaranteed freshness. You guys, all you have to do is go to blueapron.com slash almost famous, and you will get your first three meals for free. You guys, that's insane. You're getting free food. Yes. And you're getting free shipping, too. You're going to love how it feels, how it tastes. And, you know, if you're lucky, Dean We'll maybe make it for you one day. I, I think you'd be unlucky if I were to cook you dinner. <laughs> but this is easy. Not with Blue Apron, though. I get that. Yes. Yeah. You just have to chop some things up, throw it on the stove. You can look like the man if you use Blue Apron when you when you have ladies over because they'll think you can cook. And Damn, they do the hard part hot. for you. Yes. Hot. Okay. Well, go to blueapron.com slash almost famous. Maybe this time Dean won't get dumped if he only had Blue Apron. <laughs> I think I think if only I knew how to cook, I think I probably would have made it to at least top three. (laughs) What an idiot she is. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here with him and it's been like the seventh time in the past two weeks. And every day I'm more and more confused by Rachel's decision making. Anyway, let's move on to the questions. Oh, this one makes sense. Are you a good kisser, Dean? What a weird question to ask. I didn't put it on the rundown. I did. I honestly, I honestly don't think I am. Well, I'll have to wait. See really? <laughs> yeah. Tell us more. I don't know. I just feel like I'm awkward, and that carries over into my kissing abilities. Do girls think it's creepy when you? No kiss one's ever them? said anything, but sometimes I just get the feeling deep in my stomach. Wait, stop! Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm down to give you a lesson. <laughs> I've been told I'm pretty good for being a virgin, especially. Okay, this is all getting a bit awkward. Do you use soap? What? Okay, who's, who's, who's asking this? <laughs> Who told you to ask that question? Okay, that. I'm not sure if Dean really wants to reveal this yet. Maybe on your second podcast we can talk about soap issues. I mean, I'm not. I don't, it's okay. I don't use soap. Yeah, he doesn't use soap. He uses really hot water and then scrubs. He says it's the exact same thing. Only when I only when I'm washing my hands, but like in the shower, I don't know. I would actually I really rinse. like to call a doctor and ask if that. Yeah. Should we get my dad on the line? Let's yeah, get a soap doctor. Yeah, can we call your dad. And dad. See? Yes, let's do it. I mean, they scrub. They sanitize all the time. Hand sanitizer is so bad for you. I hate hand sanitizers. Right. You know that they I don't use like a that special shit. soap. Let's find out how they scrub in. What are they yeah. using? I mean, it's got to be soap. It's just like that's because they're in incredibly sterile environments right. where. Hey, Dad. Hey, yeah. Hey, Dad. Um, you're on the Almost Famous podcast. Uh, I feel famous. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Everybody is listening to you right now, so don't say anything too embarrassing. All right, Dean is my co-host filling in for Ben this week. Um, he doesn't. How are you doing, Dean? Hi, Mr. Iaconetti. Nice to meet you. Doctor. Oh, sorry. My apologies, Doctor uh, Iaconetti. It doesn't Pleasure. matter. I was Mr. before I was Doctor. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Okay, so Dean doesn't use soap ever, ever. Not just in the shower, but even after going to the bathroom. Um, I know that this grosses you out because you don't even like it when I don't wash my hair for a couple of days. So is there like something, is there? Is this unsanitary? Does he need to really start using soap? Well, what? <laughs> so he, well, 
<laughs> what does he use instead of soap? Um, I just, I, I'm a thorough rinser. Uh, you need to start using soap. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm very glad that I'm 3,000 miles away and I didn't meet you and have to shake hands with you right now. <laughs> I'm still a clean person. Dad, can I tell you that he still smells good? It's a little annoying. Well, you know, there, there's cologne showers. What he doesn't use cologne. I don't, do use cologne. No. I don't use cologne. Well, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't condone that. This, soap but, is very, very important. But what are the medical reasons behind using soap? Well, because there's all sorts of nasty bacteria that you're, you know, keeping on your skin and you're sharing with other people and putting in your mouth and other people putting in their mouth and putting on their food and their plates and their forks and their steering wheels. <laughs> and when you don't use soap, you're sharing it with everybody. It's but, but very don't... nice of you to be that, that <laughs> you know, sharing, but I don't know that's what you want to do. But don't you think there's, there's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria, right? So the bacteria that I'm not washing off is helping me build these antibodies to fight the worst bacteria. <laughs> good try. <laughs> But I kind of agree with him because my mom and dad always get on me for biting my nails. And they're like, you're going to get sick. You know, know, germs are going in your mouth. But then I never get sick. So I think I'm building up uh, immunity, too. No, not really. You're just lucky. Like the the last thing you want to do for your immune system is coddle it, you know, so you're, you're allowing it to fight for itself later on. Well, believe me, there are plenty of challenges out there where you don't have to, you know, add to it. Okay. I mean, maybe I'll reconsider and start yeah. using soap. I have one more question for Dean. I want you to tell Can I everybody. Ask you a question? Oh, when yeah. did you stop using soap? That, that was the question. We are on the same wavelength. That is exactly what I was going to ask. Okay. So we must be, you know, connected by DNA or something. Yeah. I guess, I mean, there are a couple of reasons that I stopped using it. I think that I wanted to have a more holistic approach to my life. I, I noticed that there was less of a difference between the way that I felt when I used soap and when I didn't use soap. So I, I just decided to cut it out and stop adding those chemicals to my body unnecessarily. I also, um, I don't know. I, I just think that, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of soap. I think that that's why there's so many like soap commercials and stuff because they're trying to convince you that they need, that you need to use it. Um. Well, look, look, look at it this way. I mean, we didn't increase our life expectancy and reduce the amount of illness that we had in these countries without changing our, our cleaning habits and our, you know, our sanitary habits and our sewers and all that stuff. So I can understand how you're, you're thinking, but if you look back historically, things have really improved a lot since we started staying cleaner and using soap. That's a fantastic point. I don't have a rebuttal for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy has one more question because she and I are such big Grey's Anatomy fans. You want to know what kind of soap do they use to scrub in? Dad, do you scrub in? Well, if I'm putting, if I'm putting lines in, I, I scrub in. If I'm doing blocks, yeah, you wash your hands. Things have changed a lot uh, from a medical perspective. It used to be that surgeons would go out and scrub their hands and uh, with uh, like a betadine or iodine soap for like uh, five, ten minutes before they came into the OR. Now there are all these new products where what they really do is just coat their hands with this um, antibiotic or antiseptic solution and that's all that they need to do because they're so so powerful not that five minute scrubbing no there's not the those scrubbings are not uh we don't do that anymore very interesting papa all right love you and uh, talk to you after this bye bye guys bye dr i bye bye
Should I continue with the rapid fire for Dean? Can we just make this the entire podcast? It's good stuff. Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, or Hanson, or In Sync? None of them. <laughs> Come on, Dean. I mean Hanson, just because you're you're here. But I love them all. Oh, um, New Kids on the Block. I don't think you know a single New Kids song. I don't know any. I of think the, that's of the songs. last of all of them you'd care about. I don't. I don't know any of them. Backstreet Boys. I think you. I think I'm answering for you. I think you like Backstreet Boys. Do you want to go to their show in Vegas with me sometime? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you like Vegas. I, I what if you get super drunk and then go to the Backstreet Boys concert? I don't really like Vegas that much. The okay, only thing that I like about July. Vegas is the gambling. I, oh, that's right. But you like to gamble, too. Well, I just lose money, though. Okay, fine. Fine. We won't go to Vegas and see Backstreet Boys together. <laughs> um, celebrity crush. I know this. It's, like, so classic, Dean. What? Um, lifetime celebrity crush is Lucy Liu. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Who's your backup celebrity crush? I don't know. Are we supposed to have a backup? Oh, I have. I know your other backup one. Remember Brenda's song? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brenda, if you're listening right now. <laughs> Brenda is 29 and she lives in LA. And I'm not, I don't know. Let's move She's on to the single. next rapid fire question. Well, I don't know. This is how you get your celebrity crush. This is how you land her. By sure giving her a shout oh, out. Oh, yeah, because Ryan Phillippe tweeted at you once or something yes, like that. Yes, he right? did. <laughs> No, he DM'd. Oh, he DM'd you. Wow, even more personal. Yes. Okay. Um, who from Bachelor Nation do you think is cute? And apparently you can't say me. Um, I think that Raven is really cute. Okay. Great. Good answer. Neutral. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mary, Mary Bang or Kill. <laughs> Becca, Andy, or Caitlin. Andy is who's Andy? See, he doesn't I'll, know I'll, Caitlin I'll kill Andy. or Andy. I'll, cu- I'll kill Andy just because I don't know her. Um, Mary, Becca, Bang, Caitlin. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but Andy, I love you too. I wouldn't kill you ever. But Andy, I'm sorry. I don't know you, and I'm sorry for having to kill you. But I was thrust in this position. So. All right. Guess what time it is, Dean? You're off the hook with the rapid fire questions. Hey, do you? Can you play rapid fire questions with me? Yeah. Do you have questions? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let's take some calls first, and then we'll go into that. I'll write some questions down over here. All right. The fangirls are going to freak out. Dean just has the best teeny bopper following of all time. He is the Harry Styles. I told him, oh, God, you guys, this is, this is a whole other topic. I told him the other day that he's the Harry Styles of the Bachelor fandom. But get this. He doesn't know who Harry Styles is. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. Who's the first caller? Let's get, whoa, Nafisa from England. All right. I hope I'm saying her name right. Naf- Nafisa? Yeah. Hey, you live in you live in England. You're calling all the way from England. Yes, I'm obsessed. Hi, Nafisa. How are you? Hi, Ben. Oh my god. Oh no. Uh oh. You're not Ben. He's not Ben. (laughs) We actually have Dean on the podcast right now as my co-host. She's like, oh, sorry, I'm gonna hang up now. (laughs) Do you know Dean? Are you getting the current feed over there in England? Are you up to date? Yes, I'm up to date. I love Dean, like, from day one. Oh, thank you. He's it, like, the man. He is the man. He's the greatest of his season. He is, definitely. You guys are too nice to me. Do you have a question for Dean? Yeah, I do, actually. Like, my question is, have you coped with, like, being recognized, like, on the streets, like, compared to your life before the bachelorette before rachel and now everywhere you go kind of like maybe not everywhere 
will more people know you? Like, is it weird? Is it awkward? Or do you like it? Um, it's interesting, obviously. So it's never happened to me before. It happens to me every once in a while now. And I mean, I don't mind it. It's always great to like meet people that are fans. But what's funny is, so I have been hanging out with Ashley a little bit, like going to random things with her. And people will recognize yeah. me first just because I'm the most recent, I guess. They'll, and they'll be like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love you, Dean. Striking. <laughs> no, no, they, they freak out. They're like, oh, my God, Dean. And then they look to their right and they see Ashley and they freak out 10 times more. And so it's like, <laughs> Of course, Ashley I is amazing. Like, I know, but it's everything a- she does is so relatable. Like, oh, my God, I've experienced this. Like, why are more people talking about it? She's amazing. She, she's amazing. Oh whenever, my gosh, my life is made right now. Whenever we go out together, it's a constant reminder that she's much more popular than I am. And I'm okay with that, I guess. Okay, then. It's always nice to have a little somebody to keep you going humble. Keep you grounded, you know, yeah. Like, exactly. If I think I'm full of it, people love her more. Exactly. And who wouldn't, though? It's Ashley Ash. Oh, she's the best. <gasps> All right. Amazing. Well, thank you, Nafisa. You are the sweetest. You've truly made my day. We have to move on to the next caller now. Bye, Nafisa. Thank you. Okay, bye. Before we take the next call, I have to read this tweet I just got. It says, I saw this tweet with a number to call in and talk to Dean, um, but I just chickened out. I'm too nervous. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't. Like, it literally came up while I was doing something on my phone, and I instantly doubted. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad because, like, I'm... I'm in heaven right now, and I love you guys so much. We love you too. I can't wait to listen to myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right, we're going to move on to Megan in Florida. Bye. Hey, Megan. Hey, Megan. Hey, it's Ashley and Dean. Hey, Megan. Do you have a question for Dean? Yeah, I was wondering if it's been hard for him in the past to let his guard down in relationships because of tough situations he's been in. Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely been difficult. I think that the thing that was striking about Rachel is she was the one that kind of pressed me to open up about it. And in my past relationships, I hadn't really been uh, pushed to that point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was never really difficult just because I feel like I'm really good at deflecting and making the topic not about me. And hey, Dean, what's yeah. your favorite <laughs> website? Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of something from the top of my head. Um, but watching it all played back, I would say it's definitely it was definitely very beneficial and cathartic from for what Rachel like allowed me to do. But um, yeah, I mean, all of my prior relationships had been not quite as deep as, as the one that I had with Rachel, you know, minus a couple few and, and friendships and of course, like all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's always been kind of difficult for me to open up. All right. We got to mm-hmm. move on to Jamie in Nebraska. Thank you for calling Megan. Thanks Megan. Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. Hi. How's it going? Hi. Hi good. How are you? Do you have a good. question for Dean? Yeah, I do. Hey Jamie. Go for it. Hi, um, I uh, I mentioned before, um, I saw on Snapchat, you were kind of around the pop, the paparazzi, and um, I was just wondering if you, if you like the, being in the limelight, or if you care for more of a private lifestyle. Um, I hate attention, so that whole thing, is, <laughs> it's very foreign to me. Um, yeah. That was basically just Ashley and I going to a movie premiere together, and she was like, oh, now we have to walk down the red carpet. And it was, yeah, it was, oh. like, it was dozens and dozens of people. You're like, no. Yeah, he wore his backpack, which was actually super cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I believe it. Um, it's, but no, it's a new red carpet trend. But yeah, uh, long story short, <laughs> I don't really like it very much, but I just, I'm trying to my best to embrace it as much as possible. Yeah, I think you've done an awesome job of that. Oh, and thanks. I'm sure Ashley's helped you out a ton. Yeah, she's she's like my uh, my mentor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Well, it's awesome seeing your guys' friendship just 
all over social media and me and my friend Christy though we love just catching up with you guys and it's pretty fun so thank you he's pretty fun too thanks for calling in all right thanks Jamie all right Jordan in North Dakota Hey Jordan. Dakota. Hey Jordan. Hi guys. Hey, you're over there by the Badlands where I got dumped by Chris Souls. <laughs> yeah, I actually grew up near there, so that's crazy. Have you ever been stranded there? Have I ever what? Sorry. Been stranded there? I have not, but if you were going to be left there for much longer, I was going to come get you and we oh. could. I you really know. appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. I know that you're you really welcome. called in to talk to Dean. Do you have a good question for him? I do. Dean, can we okay. expect to see you with anyone after Bachelor in Paradise? Um, I left. Well, wait, actually, I can't answer that question. <laughs> 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 I was really close to spilling the beans on that Jordan, one. you almost got it. And then he <laughs> self-censored. Excellent. I, I wish I could tell you, but I guess you just have to tune in to find out. <laughs> oh, you know I will. All uh, right. It's going to be a um, good one. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, Grace, Grace in Philly. Hi. Hey, Grace. Hi. What's um, up? We're with Dean right now. Just hanging. Just hanging. Do you have a question for cool. him? Cool. Yeah. Um, so we were wondering, I'm here, I'm actually at work with um, my coworker. She and I watch the show every Monday and we talk about it every Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> um, we were wondering if he was hesitant to put his family dynamic on the show. Um, given that it was going to open his family up to so much criticism. Um, I don't think that it really opened us up to criticism. I mean, there was no real hesitation. I think at the end of the day, at that point, you're considering getting engaged to this woman, and I wanted her to know what my family was like and what her in-laws would be like. So that was essentially where I was going with that. Um, there was there was a scene that didn't get aired, unfortunately, where she met with like four of my closest friends. Um, but I definitely just wanted her to be familiar with my family dynamic before we ultimately potentially took that plunge. Um, and my family, like they all had to sign off and approve on, on being uh, on the show as well. So it's not like any of them were, had done so against their will. Um, you know, they all had that decision to make for themselves. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for calling in grace. Yeah, no problem. All right. One more question before we take a quick break. Uh, let's go with Ray in Texas. We got a deep question from him, I think. Hey. Hi, you're a girl. I am a girl, yeah. Do you get that all the time with the name Ray? It can kind of go either way. Well, yeah, it's I never get the right spelling, and I'm actually named after a guy, so. Is it R-A-E? People always think R-A-E, yes. Nice. Oh, okay. Hi, Dean. Hi, Ray. How are you? How cute is he? I'm great. I, What? Yes. Like, I just said, are you like a little giddy to be talking to Dean? Yes, and I'm like sneaking around because my boss is here, so I'm like... Put your boss on the phone. I want to talk to them. Oh, gosh. You don't want to talk to him? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think... Do you have a good question for Dean? I do have a good question for Dean. Um, Shoot. Okay, I have two questions. The first one, just to break the ice, what is your favorite dog? My favorite dog? That's such a tough question. I love all dogs, but I, I think yes. that maybe the cutest ones are corgis, especially corgi puppies. I would agree. Okay, that's hilarious because I've tweeted you a picture of my corgi, <gasps> and you tweeted me back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, awesome. you found my soft spot, I guess. 
Oh, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye Ray. Thanks for calling. Corgi puppies are truly the most amazing thing. They're so adorable. They're definitely on my must-get dog list of my lifetime. Also, with a gold. I know. I also need a golden retriever. That'd be a cool duo. A- a corgi and a golden retriever. But okay. So, hey, Dean, your skin is pretty damn perfect. Got any like, soap. <laughs> you know what? You may ha- you might be onto something here because you honestly have perfect skin. Thank you. Um, You just don't wash your face at night or in the morning or anything like that. No. Well, I also, yeah. Just perfect skin. I was going to say, I also don't wear makeup or anything like that, so it's kind of easier for me. Yeah. Right? But most normal people have to wash their face even if they don't wear makeup. Well, what do you use? Well, I use BioClarity. Okay. BioClarity is an awesome product that i've been using for a couple months now because it's completely natural so you can use it there's no weird chemicals and i know you have a problem with that it's really soothing it has green tea and chamomile and cucumber and oatmeal kernel extracts which are you know pretty good especially since it doesn't have any benzoyl peroxide which always causes meat redness and dryness and irritation and it has been significantly proven to reduce the number of blemishes, not only on my own skin, but basically anybody who uses it. After a couple of weeks of use, people see an overall appearance, overall better appearance in their facial skin and a reduced amount of oiliness and shininess. But it doesn't dry you out, which is awesome. And it's cruelty and vegan free. You Love know, it. we don't have to worry about our animals being hurt. That's great. Yes. It's a three-step process. First, you cleanse with a rich foaming cleanser, which gets rid of dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants, and then you treat it, and it attacks your pores and all that bacteria that Dean thinks is okay to have on your skin, but it's just not. And then you use a Restore Gel that leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. That is Ben Higgins' favorite part of this process. He always feels, you know, just so clean after it. Oh. So go to BioClarity.com, and our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. What an outrageous deal this is. It's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you have to enter our code FAMOUS, F-A-M-O-U-S. Go to BioClarity and enter our code FAMOUS. And if you don't like it, not a big deal. You can always return it and get your money back. And Dean, Dr. I thinks you should try it. All right. Doctor's eyes orders. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. All right. So go to BioClarity.com. Let's get back to these fun questions. All right. I like the one from Justine in Cincinnati. Hi. Hi, Hi. It's Ashley and Dean. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Hi, guys. What's How up? How you doing? I am so good right now. You have no idea how much I love both of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Should we just replace Ben? <laughs> no. I, no. Absolutely not. I love Ben a little bit more than I love Dean. <sighs> oh, but that's just because our friendship's a little bit longer. Wow. Dean has to keep proving himself to me. Jeez. I honestly don't know what I'm saying. I'm just rambling right now. <laughs> Justine, what kind of question do you have for Ashley? <laughs> because I feel like I can't give, give Dean any more compliments. He's really weird about them, and I give him too many compliments. Anyway. All right. Uh, well, my question for Dean is, do you have any funny stories about your friendship with Alex and Peter on the show? Like while we were on the show? 
I know one. What? I know one. What? That you and Peter had to share a bed multiple times. We didn't have to. We we wanted. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just what a girl's daydream. Um, what tell a us about. Any, no, we, we've already talked about that one. No, maybe, maybe you we'll, haven't. Yeah. So, I mean, Peter and I, we roomed together in the mansion. We roomed together every stop of the way, pretty much. And there was one instance in Switzerland when we had a big, like, California king-size bed, and we had to share it. But we built a pillow wall down the middle. Right. And there Unnecessary. Was no of, Every girl wants to be that pillow wall. There was no unnecessary spooning. <laughs> now, I'm going to embarrass Dean, but did you bring your stuffed animal that you sleep with every night? <laughs> You're not going to embarrass me, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I sleep with a Simba that I've had since I was three, and I did not bring him because I didn't want to risk losing him. Um, but uh, maybe like an Alex and Dean story, so... When we were in, oh, you've glossed over Simba. Can you yeah, tell I us know. a little wait, bit wait, wait. more? Let's let's make him feel better. I still sleep with my Lammy and Blanky when yeah. I'm home. I, I, I don't take her them anywhere. No, I mean, yeah, they're they're, they're your home is their home, so yeah. it's kind of unfair. Is for there you a to, chance we could convince you to post a photo of Simba on your Instagram? There's a chance. Um, How about today? Mm, that's unlikely. Maybe in the near future. It's possible. I'll t- I'll think about it. I'm we'll over, about I'm over it. ideas. Um, <laughs> Alex. So Alex and I. Became really good friends in by the time we got to Oslo, and there just like didn't really seem to be enough enough drama in the house. So what we decided to do was have a fake feud with each other. And <laughs> every single time he went into an interview, he would talk crap about me. On, on the Viking date, you could see like we had the the friendly feud, but I kept telling him I was talking crap about him in every single ITM <laughs> that I went into. Nobody knows what ITM means. Oh, Explain I'm sorry. That. So, it's okay. So every interview that he went into, he was talking very very lowly of me and expecting me to do the same to him. But every single time I went into an interview, I was talking incredibly highly of him. And every time Aww. I walked out, I'd be like, yo, Alex, I just talked so much crap about you. Like, you get in there and do the same thing about me. And I'm just really sad that they didn't really air any of that stuff. But it was a fun little uh, friendly feud. That oh, Ashley, had. can you yeah. tell people what ITM means? ITM is an in-the-moment interview. It's when we go back after something dramatic happened or whether or not we just need to kind of summarize what's happened during the day. And we talk about our feelings. So many feelings. So many feelings. It's, feelings. it's basically our therapy sessions. I love them. Well, thank you so much, Justine. That was great. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Thanks sorry. for listening to us ramble. For... Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> okay, I was too nervous to talk. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling thank in. Thank you. All right, we're going to take one more question. Hmm. All right. It's, we're going to go with Ashley from New York. Hey, Ashley. It's Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dean. Hi, how are you? You have a great question about food. I love food. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's. Okay, so, um, Dean. Yes. I know for a fact that you love Flamin' Hot Cheetos. That's a very true fact. Okay, good. So, um, the other day I was on, I don't know, I was on probably Facebook or something, and I actually saw something that said, let me look at it. I tweeted it to you, and you didn't answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, it's called the Flamin' Hot Cheetos Bloody Mary. Have you seen it? Yeah, my friend actually sent that to me today as well. I've never seen it. or I'm, I'm sorry, I've never had it, but I would love to try one. Yeah, well, I'm not sure how I feel about Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I don't think I've ever actually tried them. What? Um, <laughs> Ashley, are you kidding? Sorry, do I offend you? Are you... <laughs> I'm a little bit hurt by that. <laughs> I mean, you can introduce me to them if you want. Um, totally fine. I would say your homework tonight is to go get a bag of hot Cheetos, preferably the Limon kind. Give them a shot and then tweet me again after you've tried it. And I promise you I will respond. Really? You will? Yes. You promise. Yes, but you have to eat the whole bag. And you have to um, eat, lick the, the chut off your fingers at the end, too. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Re- 
recap this because um, I need to remember to do this. Okay. Okay, so I have to go to the store and I have to get the Flame Hot Cheetos uh, Limon. Well, the thing with New York State is New York State doesn't carry the Limones. <laughs> Wait, oh do you God. know for a fact? <laughs> yeah. He's preparing because he's going to New York this weekend. <laughs> I go to New York tomorrow and I'm kind of bummed. Um, so, so the- Just a question. Do they sell them in L.A.? Because I will be moving there in a month. Oh, like, perfect. I'm actually moving there. So. They're everywhere in L.A. But tonight, yeah. So if they don't have the Limon, if they don't have the Limon flavor, just try the regulars. Um, I, I promise you'll still love them. I don't know if you like spicy foods or not, but... I do, I do. Okay, give them a shot. Let me know what you think, and I promise I'll do my best to get back to you. Can we get sponsored by Cheetos? I mean, please. <laughs> also, though. Ashley, thank you for giving this idea to me, because next time I need Dean to do something, I will give him a Flaming Hot Cheetos Bloody Mary instead. Oh, get nice. him a little loosey-goosey. Okay. That's a great idea. When you do that, can you give me a call so I can join you guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're the greatest. Uh, enjoy your last month in New York. Thanks, Ashley. See you in LA. Hey. Bye. And then we're going to take one more question. Okay. This is a great question. Don't look. All right. Hey, Sarah. Yes. Hi, Sarah. How's it doing over there Hi, in Kentucky? Dean. How's it doing? Uh, it's doing good. <laughs> I have no idea why that popped out of my mouth. You know, when you talk for an hour straight, you, you really realize how inarticulate you are. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to just, like, keep everything together for, like, my question. So I don't really blame you. Okay. Recite it slowly. Okay. My question for you, Dean, is, this is not offensive, are your teeth real? Because, <sighs> boy, they are gorgeous. Um, yeah, they're super real. And what's funny, actually, I, I that's my least favorite compliment because I... He, it's like the, what I told him within like a half an hour of knowing him. And he was like, dude, don't look at my teeth. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm literally so oh self-conscious about that. You could be a Colgate, uh, you could be a Colgate Crest model. Do you use toothpaste? <laughs> I use toothpaste. I floss twice a day. Um, no, I, I, so I got Invisalign in college because my teeth are a little crooked and it didn't completely straighten them like I wanted them to. So if you look very closely at it, you'll see that they're a little, uh, not, not the straightest things in the world, but I do appreciate that. And I just kind of, I don't know. I don't like when people look at my mouth and I talk, but it's <laughs> truly re- a remarkable set of teeth. It's the first, it's, I mean, it's the first thing that I look at whenever I meet someone new, especially, um, it, it's like the first feature that I notice. I guess. So I appreciate that. Did you ever think of becoming a dentist? Did I? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. Well, if you need a dentist, we know Dr. Chris Cupcake is around oh, yeah. for you. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. That was a great question. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Looking forward to seeing you on Paradise. Oh, bye. Thank you. All right, Dean. This is another favorite part of our podcast. We read, we read listener emails. Okay. So this one is was sent in pretty recently. It says, Hi, Ashley. Britt Nielsen recently opened up about her alcohol addiction as well as having bulimia on the show. I found this to be so brave of her, and she's a wonderful role model for others who are going through the same problems. But I was curious to see if you had any idea that this was going on on the show, and if you could say one thing to Britt and any other girls struggling with the same problems, what would it be? P.S. You and Ben make a perfect podcast pair. I will be forever... A devoted listener. All right. Hey, Alexis. Um, well, first off, to answer your last, first off, to answer your last question, I think w- what the world needs is more people like Brit who are so open about their struggles and vocalizing them helps other girls listen and learn and not feel alone. And the more open you're, you are about it, the more apt you are to solve your problems. 
And then to answer your other question, I actually had no idea. I learned about this stuff actually just last week. I had no idea that Britt was going through this in the house. Um, Like she said, she took a lot of effort to keep it hidden, and she really did. I was pretty close to her in the house, too, so no, I had no idea. But she was eating like a normal person. That also shows what a debilitating, terrible thing it is because you can hide it from people so easily. Yes. So people should really reach out, tell them what they're going through. Get yeah. help. One of the greatest things about Britt is that she's always been really honest about what she's going through. Of course, she didn't mention this in the house, but, you know, and now she's trying to help other girls. Yeah, everyone in their own time. Yeah. Now was when she was ready to do it. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Okay. Hello, Ashley, Ben, Becca, or special guest Dean. Ooh. There you go. First off, I love you. Ashley, every time I hear your podcast, you're a refreshing wave of real in this world of filters and Photoshop. Please don't ever change. Oh, my gosh. The listeners today, they're, they're really, really, really nice. Yeah. Okay. Is it always like this? I don't know. They've been really nice to me specifically. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they hate us, but... <laughs> Do they? <laughs> it's a mixed bag. I don't know. You read the emails. I'm not sure what we're getting sent. You filter out the pretty stuff for us. No, oh, I'll put the bad ones in. If people want to email us, they can do mean things. I would too. love to read mean tweets. You know, we'll read Ooh, that, mean emails. That would be funny. Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Yes. Okay. So on to the situation. Rachel calls it the X factor. I call it the feels. We all know that unexplainable feeling you get when it's just there with someone. I'm 26. I've had two serious relationships in the past. Both men were great. Both ended amicably. I think it was a case of lust versus love in both situations, but I am a better but I am a better person for them and I would never regret either. However, the feel slash X factor were there instantaneously when I met them both. The relationships ended when I was twenty one and twenty three, respectively. I've literally been it's been literally years since I felt the feels for anyone. My question for you guys is do you think the X factor can develop over time as you get to know someone? Or is it something that you will always feel during the first interaction? I have met some great men, but pass on opportunities because they've been lacking the feels. I'm afraid that I'm afraid that may be a youthful way of thinking, and I need to give guys more of a chance. But deep down, I know if the feels aren't there right away, I won't be interested in the long run. I'd love to hear a male and female perspective on this. Thank you for being wonderful humans. This has been Christy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Christy, I am in your boat. If I don't feel it immediately or if I'm not immediately attracted to someone, it just doesn't grow. And I pretty much write them off. And I've tried to give people chances. Not that many, but I've tried a time or two. And it just doesn't happen for me. I just think I'm wired in a way that I need to feel that attraction right off the bat. Dean, what about you? I love this question. Um, I think I have a longer answer than you. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've definitely had the feels before, as Christy puts it. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I dated a girl who I was like head over heels in love with. And ever since then, I had tried to like replicate that feeling in anyone else. Or I just like hadn't felt that way for anyone else, I guess. Um, but I had still like long-term relationships and all that kind of stuff. Uh, not too long ago, I had that similar feeling 
of a for a girl that I had in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but that relationship that I had in high school, it was it was like very toxic relationship because mm-hmm. just just that dynamic. We were you know 16, 17 years old, so we didn't really know how to treat each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what's funny is when I had the feels again, I kind of. Uh, compared it to that same experience and I had to distance myself from that relationship because the first time around it it hurt so much I guess but how did you why did you think that it was going to end in the same way I just think that I noticed a lot of similar characteristics between not only the individuals but the relationship itself do you think that's something psychological where you only feel things for girls that you know it's going to go a a, you know array with array 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 you guys, this is like the third podcast I couldn't say Orion. A, a, a um, <laughs> um, wait, what was the question? Do, um, I, do, I have... do you think there's something psychological when you like you see those red flags? You tend to have more of the feels um, when you know it's not going to end right. Yeah, I guess. But on the on the flip side of it, I've been in long term relationships, well, long ish term relationships with girls that I don't have the feels for. Yeah. But because it just feels like a much more healthy relationship. Okay, but can I ask you something based on conversation that we've had off off the record? Please. Okay, so the one girl that you dated for a year, you never really had strong feelings for her, but you continued to date her. Yeah, because she's an amazing woman. Okay, but you knew like it was not going to go anywhere unless you had like intense feelings and they just never grew. And I think that when do you think that it's a t- it's time to stop dating someone? Because for me, if I didn't have feelings like that within six weeks, I'd be like, all right, we're going to end this. I think what's difficult for me in my situation is I still have a lot of growing to do myself. So yeah. if I see troubles or problems in a relationship, I'm like, OK, like this is something that I need to change. And if and when I change it, then that's when it's going to kind of kick into gear and things will start feeling more right. It's not like anything ever felt wrong, but um, any any problems that we could have in a relationship, I kind of attributed to myself. So it was like, okay, once I figure this out, then I can become ready for uh, a, a more long-term, more serious commitment type kind of thing. So you think of them as learning experiences? Oh, every, well, every relationship, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But like, I guess you're not in a hurry to always end it because you're like, well, I'm, I'm getting something out of it. Well, not. So, I mean, that sounds so bad, but no, I, I, <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm never in a rush to end a relationship. One, because I don't, I don't know. I I don't like to make people upset. And I also know that I have a lot of work to do on myself. And I think that if I'm able to do that in a relationship with someone, then it will not only strengthen our relationship, but each of us as individuals. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But you and I both are the kind of people who don't who don't crush very often. Would that be accurate? Or do you crush very often, but you don't feel intense feelings very often? Um. Yeah, I guess I don't feel intense feelings very often, but I can crush pretty easily and quickly. I have a big heart, so it like it opens up very, very quickly. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a great question. Let's move on to another man who felt a lot of feelings alongside you on The Bachelorette. Okay. His name is Matt. Matt. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, Matt. Nice Hi, to uh, meet you? you via phone. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I see you all over the place. I know you've been hanging out with my friend a lot lately, so I've been jealous and I've been wanting to meet you. <laughs> so Matt is the uh, strapping gentleman who stepped out of the limo in a penguin costume. And right. uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Matt and Adam were the two at near the end that didn't get their one-on-one time with Rachel. Um, but it was very clear that Rachel was very upset to let Matt go because obviously their their connection was something strong. It just unfortunately didn't really get aired too much on TV. Yeah. Hey, Matt, can I ask a question about that? Yeah, go ahead. Shoot. Rachel talked about how you guys were so similar and how it would have lasted longer probably if it were to happen in real life, your relationship. Okay. Um, can you explain that a little bit further for us? Okay, sure, yeah. Um, well, you know, before before going on the show, um, 
just by watching Nick's season and by reading a few things about Rachel. Um, it, it seemed to me like what she's saying now um, would be the case. You know, I we're both 32 years old. She just turned 32. And, um, you know, we both have siblings that were married, starting families, um, both really close with our families, immediate families. Um, I think we were just in similar stages of life. So I think that's kind of where our connection was built. And, um, you know, a big part, I remember there was a time actually in, of course it was on TV, like most things between us, but um, in <laughs> in uh, Norway actually, where the first thing that Rachel said to me when I walked in the room on the night portion of our group day was that she was worried about me. And I asked her to explain, and it was just that, she saw a lot of her and me, and she knew that I, I was skeptical about the whole process and that it was it was holding me back. And, you know, I was, I was a lot more reserved than I needed to be in order to make progress with her. And she just basically, you know, laid it out there for me and said, either you're going to take a leap of faith or you're not, because if you don't, it's going to cost you. And uh, so, so you have to buy in or, or don't. So at that point, I think that's when I started to loosen up a little bit and started to get comfortable with the whole thing. And, you know, I, I had enough I had enough information that I needed at that point to move forward because I saw her make a lot of decisions that um, made me think that this whole process was organic and, and, you know, was something that I could believe in and move forward with. I love that. Yeah, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people – poo-poo the show and and say that the that nothing's real and it's like the feelings are real definitely real um you know i if i had a dollar for every time i get asked that question now mm-hmm. since i've been back um it's, it's crazy because you know it's a lot of times it's older people who are skeptical about reality tv and the way that i kind of describe it to them my rebuttal to them is usually how did you meet your significant other? If you're lucky enough to still be with them, chances are you probably had to actually have a have face-to-face interaction with that person in order to develop a relationship. You know, you didn't hide behind a cell phone. You didn't have technology. You know, those distractions just weren't around. So I think it just enables you to um, sort of be on that expedited track to love. I completely and, agree. Yeah. It's so. it's nice. I love the way that it reverts us back to old school dating, you know, before cell phones, before social media and all that. I think it really makes us grow. People oh. used to think The Bachelor was crazy, but now y'all meet on Bumble and it's like, <laughs> that's way crazier. It's crazy too. That's okay. yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's all pretty crazy. Control, but Bumble makes sense, yeah. <laughs> right, um, I mean, for now, you can just do whatever you want. If Bumble works for you, great. If Hinge. The Bachelor works for you? Hinge, yeah. Honestly, like being a little bit older, one of the older guys on the show, I just, I tried a lot of ways to, you know, make it work with, with people in my past. And I just figured, what do I have to lose? You know, why not Why not give something new a shot? So, How old are you? 32. Uh, um, I know that it must have been very frustrating for you not to get much airtime and for people not to understand your relationship with Rachel. Can you share a story with us um, about a behind-the-scenes moment besides the one you already mentioned, something that's a little bit more lighthearted that you'd like you'd like to share? You know, there's a couple of them. You know, as gorgeous as Rachel looked in, in every dress she wore and everything, she actually seemed most comfortable in jeans and sweatpants and dressed down and, and just in comfortable clothes. So I had an idea to, after right before we went to Hilton at our last night in the mansion, I wore the slippers 
and I brought Rachel her, her own pair of slippers, <laughs> and she got out of her, um, she got out of her heels and into the cozy slippers, and that was, <laughs> I think um, she couldn't wait to get out of her, out of her heels actually. So she was, she laughed. We both laughed. See, and I don't know how they don't air that. You know, that's cute. That's very cute. That's much cuter than any interaction I had. But then we never saw it, like most things. You know, it ends up on the uh, cutting room floor. But I'm I'm content with my time because I wasn't I wasn't there to to get on TV. You know, I really did look forward to meeting her, and we shared some great moments together. It's been just the people talking about it and asking about it. That's probably been the most frustrating. It's thing. it's kind of a double edged sword, at least for me specifically, because I did a lot of really dumb things that didn't get aired, but there was also <laughs> a lot of really cute things that didn't get aired. So it's like you got to take the bad with the good, I guess. Yeah, for me, all the moments that I thought would be the cutest or the funniest, they usually don't make it. Anyway, yeah. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I love um, that the fans can get to know you a little bit more. Thanks, Matt. We love all you. Right, bye. All right, guys. Be good. Bye. All right, guys. We have huge Bachelorette news about the finale. It's a super tease, and you won't hear it anywhere other than the Almost Famous podcast. But hang tight. We're going to have that news at the very end of the podcast. Dean, I know that you want to play the rapid fire with me before we get, get out of here. Uh, yes, I just have a couple questions I want to ask you. Okay, I'm ready. Very pressing stuff. Oh my goodness. All right, let's do it. Um, first and foremost, if you were a deli meat, which deli meat would you be? Turkey. Ugh, basic. Oh, you know what? That is so basic. <laughs> but can I add something? Yes. Like, I like turkey with pepperoni. That's the best. Interesting. That's an interesting combo. It's Is it? Yeah. I like, I mean... Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't say add a little spice to your basic. I like it. That that kind of defines me. Spiced basic. To build off of that very important question, Mm -hmm. if you were a condiment, which condiment would you be? You know I'd like to be spicy mayo. Spicy mayo, that's right. Again, adding a little spice to the basic. You don't think spicy mayo and pepperoni is too much spice? No, it's so good. Are you one of those people that puts uh, chips on your sandwich? Mm -hmm. So could you put hot Cheetos on your sandwich? I don't think hot Cheetos. Maybe regular Cheetos. No, they have to be hot. Next question. Which celebrities have you DM'd, and of those, which have responded? Uh, DM'd? Yes. Well, see, DM would mean on Twitter that they would need to follow me back in order for me to DM them. Okay. Um, But on Instagram, Instagram, okay, there was one celebrity I DM'd on Instagram. It's Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots. Okay. Did he get back to you? No. (laughs) What did the DM say? But can I clarify that this was two years ago? Okay. This was coming off Chris Soul season. So you were like a hot commodity? No, I was like still not, I still didn't have much of a following. Okay, gotcha. I think maybe now if he saw 606,000 followers, he would respond. Do you remember what the DM said? <laughs> oh my God, it was so basic. I cannot reveal this. Say it. You have to. Come on. <laughs> I did the classic girl thing and I said, I never do this, but... I'm going to be in the Boston area, so I'd love to grab a drink with you or something. Oh, how could you not respond to that? That's so sweet. He didn't. I say DM him again. I think I should, <laughs> and then I'll report back on next week. Um. All right. What is your favorite type of tree? My favorite type of tree is definitely a palm tree or grandmother willow. Grandmother willow. Yeah. From Pocahontas. Pocahontas, that's right. Yeah. Okay. You know, when I was little, I used to have a willow tree in the backyard, and I would go up and I'd talk to it. I'd be like, Grandmother Willow, and I'd tell her about my day's events. 
We're all learning so much about you right now. <laughs> Did you talk to Simba? Uh, where I, you're like, yo, where's Timon and Pumbaa? I still talk to Simba a little okay, bit. Yeah. But more, I just kind of fill him in on my day because he obviously isn't part of it. Anyways, um, if you were starting a, a band, like a TLC type band, mm-hmm. who would be your two front runners to, to, be, to, to head the band with you? Um, well, probably. Female only. My sister and, and no, 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 I'm sorry, like oh, bachelor? Are, people that are already performers. Oh, oh already performers? Like artists. Oh, then Taylor Swift, even though I'm sure there'd be some drama okay. in the band with her. I love her, but like, let's be real. And then the other one, <laughs> um, let's go with Celine Dion because Celine can do no wrong. Okay. Vocally, especially. Gotcha. What would be your guys' hit song name? Well, when I was younger... And I was in my Spice Girls Make Believe band because every girl in the late 90s had a group of friends that she used to like that they used to perform Spice Girls Which with Spice together. I was baby. Okay. My sister and I would fight over her. I would normally win and she would normally be scary. She'd like to put the buns. I thought you were going to be scary. Oh, yeah. I was going to be scary. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I think I'd be posh now. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so. The, our song because we we decided that we couldn't just do Spice Girls covers, but we also had to have an original song, and Love it was it. called Waves of Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley, I, Taylor Swift, Celine Dion, Waves of Wonder. Yeah, <laughs> just letting you guys know it was fourth hit grade. single, tops the charts. Yeah. Um. All right, I think I might have already asked you this question before in Tahoe. Um. Would you rather? Would you rather not be able to tell the difference between muffins and babies? <laughs> Or change gender every time you sneeze. <laughs> I would have to just not be able to tell between muffins and babies. You, I know. Do you understand the repercussions I of do. possibly eating a muffin and realizing it's a baby? And then and like, you wouldn't realize noticing that, that would, I've been eating a baby? You wouldn't notice it, but other people would be watching on in shock. But how alarming would it be to you if I'm sitting here and I sneeze and all of a sudden I became a man? You're right. <laughs> I, I think I definitely think, think that would be just as scary. I think I would rather have that than have you be cannibalistic towards babies, though. Okay, well, I would just have to, I don't know. Or, like, what if you're just, like, pushing a muffin around in a stroller all day long, and then you're even crazier? I think you got me on this. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Just something to think about. Okay, so you would, for certain, I'd rather be, become a girl every, every time? time I yeah. Do you sneeze a lot? Um, sometimes, this is a weird thing about me, I'll make myself sneeze very often. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, sometimes I'll like get a little itch in my nose and then I'll like vibrate my nose to the point where it makes me sneeze just because I think it it feels good. I don't ever think sneezes feel good. I try to keep them in as much as possible. I do like that's so the, bad. the thing where you don't blow it out of your mouth, you just go... <laughs> I think that's, isn't that horrible for you? You're going to like have a, an aneurysm or something. Oh my God, don't say that. Aneurysms I think are the scariest thing in the entire world. They're pretty scary. Yeah. Next time we'll have my dad come on and talk, <laughs> talk about, about how aneurysms. to prevent aneurysms. <laughs> so, Dr. I, should you hold in a sneeze or is it healthy to let it all out? We there need to you know. Go. <laughs> Any more for me? Is that it? That's all I got. Well, actually, let's see. Let's see. What's your no? What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is probably. This is so basic. I would say not getting married and having a family. Yeah. It's very basic. You're right. Yeah, but it's really for real. That's. I mean, that's all I got. For What's you. your biggest fear? Um, heights. Just heights. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my biggest fear. I don't know. I don't know. You jumped off um, cliffs yesterday with Robbie. Yeah, we went cliff jumping yesterday. Heights is, is not my biggest fear. Okay. <laughs> that was a joke. I know it's because these are one of the. This is a question that you would deflect. You want to know what's funny? I think my biggest fear might be public speaking. That's really. Yeah. 
And how here I am on a podcast. Yeah, but you're it's totally different. Because it's not in front of anyone. Yeah, like when I was in broadcasting school, I used to be so afraid to talk in front of the class, just so nervous and clammy. But then give me a microphone and a private room like this and, and I'm talk fine. Forever. Yeah. You wanna know what's funny about those group presentations in college? I always like stress so much over them. Like the the class of fifty kids is gonna listen to me present mm-hmm. but like when other people presented i paid zero attention absolutely not. and you know that like other people aren't paying attention to you yet you still stress out so much about it you just have to keep reminding yourself nobody's actually listening no no one cares no. <laughs> <laughs> except for the teacher and even they don't really care that much <laughs> but you ever have one of those kids that they get really nervous and they start shaking and stumbling and you're like oh man now That's i'm paying pay attention, attention. <laughs> right so it's like yeah you kind of like dig your own grave i guess yeah absolutely uh, all right well that's good. that's all i got for you All right, guys, it's time that we say goodbye to Dean. Dean, thank you so much for being an amazing co-host. We learned so much about you. People saw a whole different side to Deanie Babies today. Yeah, I had an absolute blast. Thank you for having me. Great. Please come back whenever Ben's gone. and Or we'll just push Ben out altogether. The Dean and Ashley I, Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. He's getting comfortable behind that mic. Has a great ring to it. (laughs) Okay, it is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. The big tease for the Bachelorette finale on Monday. You guys, we will be going live on Tuesday to recap All the juicy details of what goes on during this finale. We hear that no exaggeration, like we promise, no exaggeration. This is one of the most dramatic finales of all time. The this is our exclusive scoop for you. The final breakup between the two final guys standing, and we're still not sure who the two final guys are, but this breakup is one of the most heart-wrenching, tough, brutal, heartbreaking in all of Bachelor history. You guys, there's been like over 30 seasons of the show, and this might be truly the most dramatic. So the guy that is not Rachel's fiance, he cries so hard, just a totally emotional breakdown. He even cries so hard that when she steps away from him and leaves, he collapses on the ground. This is our exclusive scoop for you. The guy who is not Rachel's fiance cries so hard, he beats me in crying, apparently, and collapses to the ground. All right, so... I mean, I got chills a little bit when you were saying that. I don't want to be weird, but, like, whoa. I just did my best Ryan Seacrest. You did really well. Thank I you. Got, like, ugh. I got Chris Harrison vibes from that. Yeah. All right, so... Another little exclusive tidbit we can give you is that Rachel actually didn't decide who she was going to pick until the very last minute, like day of. That's the kind of decision. Did you get that vibe, Dean, of the last three people? That she was so torn? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that she's torn. She's very invested in all three of these guys. No, no, that's what they always make it seem like, but they always know. They always know who they're going to pick. Ben really knew. Um, Caitlin definitely knew. Everybody knows. But Rachel waited till like the last day. I mean, the thing is, we'll never know exactly what Rachel was thinking, but it really seems like she loves all three of these guys. Yeah. We won't know until she comes on the Almost Famous podcast, and we'll make sure to get her oh, someday wow. soon. Make sure I'm in, in studio. Wait, when I have a, one more question on that. Could you feel love between her and the three guys? Could I feel it personally? Yeah, because like, let's say I'm around a couple. You can feel someone else's love. Could um, you feel that? I think the last time that all four of us were in the same room together was in Switzerland. And I don't think that she out- outwardly loved anyone at that point. She was still figuring it out. So I didn't interact with any of them in the same room at all since that point. So it's hard to say, really. 
Okay. Well, Ben will be back next week and we'll be discussing. (laughs) No, no. I've loved our two guests. They've been the best fill-ins any girl could ever ask for. Um, And don't forget, it'll be up in your podcast app on Tuesday next week because we're going to record it right after the actual finale. We'll see you next week. I've been Ashley. I've been Dean. Goodbye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.